Kia ora koutou and welcome to Primary Matters, a podcast about the things that matter to the primary industries and to the people who work in them. I'm Carol Stiles. Today we have a story about how a tiny, out-of-the-way community is building resilience. In New Zealand, at least 15% of the population lives in a rural community with fewer than 1,000 residents. I've been invited to breakfast to one of them. It's seven in the morning and stock on the farm across the road from the Wairamarama Community Hall are being moved. It's not the only activity planned in this remote spot today. Community stalwart Kate Rees has just arrived. Hey Kate, I'm Carol. Kate, you better put me on the map. Where are we? So we're in the Wairamarama, which are the back blocks of Onifero uh, in North Waikato. The easiest way to get to the Wairamarama Hall is to come up State Highway 1 towards Auckland and turn off at Mercer. Then it's a 40-minute drive. So we're, we're in the middle of nowhere, kind of not really on the way to anywhere. So yeah, out towards the west coast. Uh, probably about 15 kilometres to the west coast as the crow flies, but um, yeah, by road probably a lot further. This is hill country, sheep and beef territory. Downtown Auckland's about 80 kilometres away, but this little discovered spot was found by a surprising number of people wanting to leave Auckland during the city's lockdown. I guess through Google Maps and stuff, people discovered that uh, using our back roads, yeah, so actually coming along this road by the hall, it became a, an absolute highway. So we've got people here whose property was just, just above and they would sit on their deck and watch, I think they watched like 80 cars in one afternoon, which is probably like a week's worth of traffic. Yeah. yeah. There are 80-ish households in the area, and today the community's coming together for breakfast to watch the All Blacks in the final of the World Cup. The event's been organised by the local rural hub, and about 60 people are expected. Which is actually quite big <laughs> for our little community. Yeah, yeah. What is a community hub? I sort of thought oh, it was yes. a physical building, but it's not, because you've already no. got a physical building. Yes, yeah, yeah. So... How I pitch it, or how we pitch it to um, other groups and organisations is that we're a community, so the Wairamarama community, but we're networking as the Wairamarama Rural Hub. So it's not just a place, but it's a people as well. At present, it's not just the building, it's more uh, about the activities Yeah, yeah, that we do. So... Yeah, so for us, uh, our, our well-being and connecting people and educating people, um, providing that connection between our community and other agencies. Our bridge, um, you would have come across it with all the cones. Yeah, and the big bump at the end. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that was actually closed for two weeks recently. Uh, managing that, uh, the communications between the council, the project contractors and the community just to make sure everybody had the same information and they're all on the same page uh, was quite a challenge. The council knows that they have work to do (laughs) but we're quite happy to help them and identify well what this is what works for us yeah and give them intel from the ground up yeah yeah. And have you been deputised to talk to the council to you like the (laughs) The community rep, are you? It's quite informal, really, isn't yes. it? Kate just does everything. <laughs> well, our, our, our way of um, selecting our, our leadership is, is 
it's like a hospital pass really yeah. isn't it yeah yeah it's a previous president through my husband in the deep yeah. end and then and then my husband I don't know if he did this on purpose but wisely or not didn't do anything <laughs> so then it frustrated the hell out of me so it's like right I'm staging a coup I'm taking over Kate's the hub's coordinator the Wairamarama Community Hub is one of 32 around the country set up with the help of seed funding to connect and strengthen isolated rural communities. Communities come up with their own solutions for their particular needs. The seed funding was a one-off and communities with a rural hub are encouraged to tap into other opportunities for funding and support. Since the rural hub's been set up, uh, we've made a point of connecting with other organisations and actually bringing more events and uh, education to our community, so Beef and Lamb, setting up a catchment group as well, so Land, New Zealand Landcare Trust is helping us out, so anything... Um, to help connect our people and give them opportunities to, to meet and catch up and socialise and it's really important for their well-being. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw you doing some walkie-talkie courses. <laughs> oh, you did see that, did you? <laughs> yes, well, I'm not doing them. Um, our, our local ISP, our internet service provider, is but in times of emergency, really important uh, for communication or just everyday farm use, really, yeah, for health and safety. A first aid course is about to be held and a mental health first aid course. Quite a big issue out here, just being isolated um, and we have yeah, had some quite tragic uh, situations where not so much our locals but wider community, people have taken their own lives so just, just trying to get our locals to talk more and connect more, yeah so the mental health first aid will be yeah, it'll be good. It'll be really good, actually. Um, yeah, so first aid kits as well. The local dog trial club organised a dog training session which morphed into a community barbecue dinner with a guest speaker on mental health and a barking competition for the dogs. So the dogs, the owners walk the dog in, into the hall and then the dog has to hop up on a table and then speak on command. But because most of the dogs are not allowed inside, and they, some of them get stage fright, so then, yeah, yeah, so it works sometimes and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, what do you need to do? What, what's oh. on the menu? Uh -huh. Well, we've got um, bacon and eggs and croissants and fresh rolls and I think there might be some potato bake and Cheerios with a kit of honestly all sorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you say it's a free breakfast, but yeah, our community can't help themselves but bring you know and share. And you've had one of these events for every All Blacks game. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and there's been the comment at the last game, it's like, oh we should just keep doing this till Christmas. <laughs> Sunday morning brunches. Yeah, yeah. After everybody's done their jobs. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Oh my goodness. Whitebait fritters. Yeah. That looks like a special recipe. You're no, that's just eggs beaten to hell. That's all it is. Egg white, I should say. Next level breakfast. That's a heck of a feast. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that one goes really well. Teacher and white Rama farmer Tess Ritchie says she's seen the rural hub make a difference. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we. Yeah, it's a much stronger connection now. It's sort of. Yeah, it's always been a strong community here, but um, I think. Uh, there's been quite a bit of transition of people coming and going and so having the community hub has really brought, brought the community together and the wider community as well actually so beyond just Wairamarama to other you know neighbouring communities on Ifero, Glen Murray etc as well so yeah really really great. Why do you need a community hub? Why not? 
What was going on beforehand that made you think we need stronger connections? Well, not everybody uh, knows their neighbours. Um, and I was saying with the lifestyle block people, they seem to stick to their own little silos, um, very much so. So it's just a way to start to connect people and the importance of, of that in a rural environment is, is immense. Yeah, having, well, both Tess and I have grown up out here and actually both of us are on our old family farm. Mm. So the community, I think when we were younger, was, was probably stronger, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. yeah. Was that because people were less mobile and they didn't travel so. as far yes. for work? Yes, yes. yeah, I think, so. yeah. I think that is the case. Yeah. Um, and lots of families that have been here for a long, long time then as well, less lifestyle blocks and things like that. So, you know, change change just means that you have to do things differently, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And obviously there's lots of change with the requirements now for farming, so I think the hub provides the opportunity to get that information to our community in terms of, you know, as we were saying, the OPTEA, catchment group, mental health, the requirements for the environmental planning that has to, that's coming our way. So, um, yeah, so it's working together and supporting each other to get through change, really, with the climate changing. Um, Yeah, yeah, that has a massive impact on our businesses and our life our life in general. Because you were yeah. really hard hit, weren't you, by the, was it the the um, anniversary day floods or oh, Gabriel, yes, yes, which one yeah, was it? Both. Both, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just yeah. compounded, really. Yeah, that was probably the worst flooding we've ever had. It was a, quite a, a very challenging time, actually, because we did uh, lose a member of our community in the floods. Yeah. All right, well, you, sorry, I'm stopping you doing your job. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I should keep going, yeah. Well, I can smell bacon. Yeah, that's the, I guess the pre-cook half of thereabouts, yeah, so then we can do, we have breakfast at half time, Um, it seems to work quite well. So how long have you lived out here? 15 years, about eight. Uh, Yeah, a lot more, a lot more community activities are going on, yeah, 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 big difference. Is this the sort of community where people sort of muck in and help each other? Uh, yep, yeah. like we've been doing a bit of um, it's a bit of crutching for everyone. We sort of have a bit of a go around and do everyone's crutching for each other. I think a lot of the jobs get, they get sort of mixed in with social occasions. It's like the crutching you'll get, you know, 10 or 12 people turn up and most of them are turning up for the post-crutching activities. <laughs> but you'll get a couple of hours work out of them before then. The Community Hub organised a bus trip to the National Agricultural Field Days which entailed seat swapping en route and a dinner on the way home. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So a massive day, but really cool. So, so lots of events like that. Um, looking at do, doing more educational workshops, environmental, um, anything to do with regulations as well. Um, anything that's going to help our people to get on with their business and lives. We had uh, a, a day for families uh, during the Easter school holidays, um, which was actually really good because everybody was still cleaning up after weather events and so not many families had actually got off farm to spend time with the kids. So our Rural Hub funding helped um, cover the cost of, um, we had about 40 people go through the caves, um, kind of parents and kids, um, and then have lunch at the, ca- the cafe afterwards. And interestingly, of the 40 odd people, only about three of us had been through the caves before. So even though it's for you, yeah, yeah. And they just had an absolute blast, which is really cool. Um, We have a golf afternoon at our local golf club, yeah, which is fun, just nine holes. Golfers get put with non-golfers, kids are welcome. 
Yep, no, we've got yogurt, fruit, tea, coffee, champagne. <laughs> you name it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we've got we've got soft drinks in the fridge for the kids and juice and hot chocolate and they've discovered the marshmallows, so yeah, massive spread. It's really cool. You're saying before that you're looking at um, maybe doing some more things for the kids. Yeah, yeah, no, it'd be nice to have a few more activities. Um, last year we did a, a Halloween dress-up drive-by, so we didn't have many properties participate, but the kids had lots of fun because lots of them had never trick-or-treated before. Yeah, yeah, and good for the parents just to talk to the whoever whoever's place they were going to, too, to have a chat and meet someone else. So, And at Christmas we have, uh, just before Christmas, we have a uh, potluck Christmas party yeah, where Santa comes for the kids and we have games and stuff for the kids and adults and stuff too. So usually there's the cricket game in the paddock next door, which looks nothing like a cricket pitch. <laughs> but it's still lots of fun. Kate Reese, coordinator of the Wairamarama Rural Community Hub. And I expect that champagne went home with the cork still in. I'm Carol Stiles and you've been listening to Primary Matters, an MPI podcast. Thanks for joining me. Kia pai tada. Thank you.